0: On this episode of DC On Screen, too damn much. We have trailers, costume reveals, dead projects rising from the ashes, crazy projects being discussed, fall schedules announced, and carnal actions that Batman dare not engage in. All that and listener feedback after these kind sponsors slide their promotional dick pics into the DMs of your now, thankfully,
1: suspecting ears.
0: Welcome into DC On Screen episode 639, this is the podcast where we talk about the DC Comics multiverse on film and television, give honest opinions on projects upcoming and past, and believe that every version of a property is valid, even if we don't want it to be, if it has been released it is fair game, so beware of spoilers, and welcome to the show. I'm David C. Robertson, and this, the man who once pulled a used butt plug on a barista and demanded cream cheese on its freshly microwaved pastry, Jason Goss shouldn't have been forced to ask for it. I know,
3: right? I don't even think that <laughs> incident was my fault.
0: I mean, you're not a, you know. The you're Canadian not gonna... police
3: disagreed heavily. <laughs> <laughs> the Mounties. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
0: All right, before we get into everything, uh, I want to throw a big thank you to the patrons. Thank you. $1 a month. <laughs> $1 a month gets you every episode ad free $5 a month gets you that plus whatever else we decide to put up. I have slipped back into my negligent ways this last couple of weeks. I'm afraid, um, my back has been excruciating and, uh, I- I'm really sorry. I-, I don't know how else to put it. I'm, I am really sorry, but I'll put something up soon. Uh, Patreon.com slash DC on screen. If you don't want to deal with Patreon or if you do, and you want to help us out a little bit more, um, You can go to dconscreen.com and click the Donate button. And uh, if you want to get some swag or logos on T-shirts or tapestries or some shit, uh, check out the merch store, dconscreen.com. Right next to the Donate button or right underneath the Donate button if you're on the drop-down menu on mobile, as uh, it looks like 87% of you are. Uh, It says store. It's pretty uh, self-explanatory, really. Mm -hmm. And, of course, you can always leave a... Five-star written review on Apple podcast. That is free. I'm told it helps. I've seen no evidence of it, but it's always cool to read what you write. So yay. All right. They released trailers. Oh, wait, Mm -hmm. is that it? They released. Yeah, they (laughs) were, they released a, uh, what looks like an early access trailer, a final suicide, the suicide squad trailer. Jai Courtney, uh, presents it quote unquote, uh, under ruse of leaking it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just as down for this as I ever was. It looks like a lot of fun. Honestly.
3: I don't think I saw um, the one with the Jack Courtney intro. Oh, really? But is it, is, is it, it's the one with Bloodsport at the beginning, right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Rain, and the rain uh, and it, trailer, they're calling it.
0: Yeah. And it has never been, uh, it's never been so obvious to me that, um, that Bloodsport was meant to be dead shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean I mean I think he was. The the major talking points are there. Super deadly, super worried about his daughter. Yeah. Um given the difference in the power sets, I'm I'm sure they're going to have adapted the role pretty heavily. Maybe. I don't know. I Good mean with weapons. Yeah, but it's not like Deadshot can pull weapons out of thin air, you know?
0: Right. Have you uh did what you gotta did actually you hand think the of... motherfucker
3: something, then he can hit you with it. <laughs> There was a lot of blowback online for,
0: uh like, Superman in the ICU was trending yesterday. Oh, I saw that. Were, were you and upset about up that?
3: <laughs> 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 Look, here's I really, what I saw. The, every okay. day this week in particular has, for me, been, eh, just check this mindlessly, click the button. Uh, no.
0: Yeah. It's uh, it's that gif of Grandpa Simpson walking in and turning around while every time. Out. Yeah, it has been um. one of those weeks. but, man, I'm
3: not, <laughs> I'm not all about the like. This is a hellscape thing because it's like, man, if you have the time to tweet that, you also have time to delete the app. So, mm-hmm. but I do understand the frustration. Like, yeah, man, if I can, it's it's not that deep. But like, yeah, but there are some times where I, I check in in the discussion. Is like, I don't want to participate in that No, all. I'm good. I'm gonna go do yeah. anything else with my life.
0: Yeah. I, you know, here's the thing, you know, and James Gunn rightly posted, you know, a page from when Bloodsport literally shot Superman with a (laughs) kryptonite bullet in the comic. And the doctor says, oh yeah, I actually had to use a piece of kryptonite to like hold open the wound to like keep it from healing long enough for me to suture the shit. Yeah. Uh huh. So that sounds like Batman v Superman. Yeah. Yeah. So that's something Snyder did and, and make no mistake it's the Snyder Bros who are bitching about this it yeah, is. I, I don't know it was because a, it was all I'm seeing
3: from the little for the the one scroll I did that, that that day was yeah there was a lot of Snyder Bros, but it was a oof it was a, well
0: all I'm seeing are like the Snyder Bros who are like you know oh Snyder Superman would never get hurt and sent to the hospital from a bullet it is a kryptonite bullet and also Snyder Superman he went down in like five minutes.
3: From two kryptonite grenades and a spear, <laughs> it's not like he was taken out rather easily. He, he was taken wasn't, out but swiftly with a deft plan, which is very different from being like, "Oh, I man took him down in five minutes." Like I know what you're saying. I don't. I'm not saying that. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, a, a a good effective executor of such a plan is is very different from like. It's not like he got haphazardly hit by some bullet. Yeah. Also, no. one of the things I thought about when I read, I did read some comment, like what you're saying, like, well, you know, unless that thing's fired by God, I'm just not buying it. I was like, oh, just please, <laughs> please fuck off as quickly as you possibly can into the <laughs> darkest hole you can find. It doesn't like, make any sense. It's it's a weird thing to say. Also, it made me think of it, but like, how often do you really see him dodge them? He doesn't bother. He just takes them.
0: Right. So like, I know my he's fast is, enough in theory, but he just kind
3: of like, he it, he wouldn't bother. He would be like, ha, ha, ha. That's a bull. Ow. There are some writings of Superman <laughs> where like that's the version that some people play on is like he enjoys showing people how much he can take before he even bothers to punch you back
0: yeah he's
3: a bit of a dick sometimes he yeah he's a bit of a show off I mean yeah it's not part of it's like he's not a booster gold or something but right his own humble way of showing off is just stoically ta- being able to take a hit okay that's the version of Superman I would have written if Bruce Campbell was starring
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> And just, that's the just thing that I've always like wanted to see, by the way. 14 hits and
3: <laughs> smirks a little bit and just, you know, uppercuts you into the stratosphere. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, or even fuck, I'll, even the Snyder version in JL, like, not impressed. Like, that's. Yeah. But, you know,
0: the like, his one vulnerability is, well, he's got two, is kryptonite and magic. Yeah. So,
3: well, another colored suns, but, you know.
0: Yeah. yeah but, um, I mean, honestly,
3: the list kind of goes on past that. But those are the major ones. Right. I mean, you know, you got to come up with more, but (laughs) some very clever writers have come up with ways to fuck him. Uh, Yeah.
0: Good job. I'm just saying, you know, he might not have even thought that it was kryptonite. The books are quite, you know, adamant. And look, here's the thing. People are always like, oh, Snyder loves the source material. Look at all the things Snyder's done. And I don't disagree. I don't. I love Zack Snyder's movies. I do. Here's the thing, though.
3: Bear in mind. Just quick disclaimer. When we're saying Snyder Rose, we're talking about the people who just vehemently shit on everything that's not that. Exactly. If you feel like we've and included you and you're listening to this, we probably didn't mean to include you.
0: Yeah. No. Um, if you're rational, we're not talking about you. <laughs> you're also probably not here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like one guy, I, I just totally blocked him. At, I blocked his ass. Because he was like, oh, you know, you're getting shot by, you're getting sent to the ICU. His problem is the ICU. Superman being sent to the ICU and not Star Labs or like the Hall of Justice or blah, 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 blah. like it's just silly. And I'm like, sillier than a man from Krypton who flies.
3: And like, look, look. Enough, I guess enough people. If, if, super, <laughs> if I was walking through the streets in Metropolis and a failed Superman hit the ground in front of me. Uh huh. I'm just some random dude, man. I'm a bank teller, right? Just walking through the streets. Uh-huh. I was eating a hot dog. Superman's fallen in front of me. He is in bad shape. First mm-hmm. of all, I'm like, what the fuck happened here, right? Right. Second of all, I'm thinking I've got to do something. Yeah,
0: because we're humans. Who knows? I, mean, I got to do something with at this him.
3: point. I'm going call yeah. for an ambulance, probably. I don't have the right number to Star Labs or the Hall <laughs> of Fucking Justice. You have 911. I have 911. I'm going to put him in the back of an ambulance and hope to God I called in time.
0: That's right. That's exactly right. And, you know, (laughs) but, you know, then that guy, you know, I guess. Also, in all the the
3: tellings of the Hall of Justice, I've never seen a medical night staff. Star Labs, maybe. Yeah.
0: Maybe a plastic man at the watchtower.
3: And what's he going to do? Joke about it? Yeah. I mean, honestly, he could probably wheedle his way in there, but he'd get closed up halfway into the, he'd be like a Superman, plastic man. Siamese twin kind of situation because he'd get closed up while the skin healed and not be able to pull himself mm-hmm. out. It'd be, it'd be a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking Cronenberg nightmare.
0: But like I was saying, anyway, when that guy was backed into a corner, his response wound up being in any way, fuck James Gunn. Ah, <laughs> uh, so we've gotten to the truth of the matter. You're just angry. that it's James Gunn, not David Ayer.
3: A lot of gotcha. people like that. Like if you ask enough questions, you eventually get to like, ah, cool. You're, you hit it well, but you're just being a troll. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And by the way, oh, he loved the source material. You mean like the guy who basically shot a fucking Ostrander film? Like,
0: Yeah. See, the, that's the thing is that these people love to cite the source material until it doesn't suit
3: them. Yeah, I know. And the source material doesn't back me up. That's the thing. There's 80, 80 plus years of it. You Screw can all, You guy. can kind of do that and almost get away with it until someone calls you on it. But guess what? It's pretty big internet. going can call you on it yep sure is it's a big old internet james gunn could literally sleep on a bed of (laughs) ostrander comics Uh every night and it it's he would i mean it's just there's its still no way to keep certain people these assholes don't
0: these assholes don't know john ostrander because john ostrander's name isn't Zack snyder (laughs) some of them yeah i mean look man i love Zack snyder also dig john ostrander I dig James Gunn's work. I don't know if he's a pervert or not. I know his tweets weren't funny.
3: (laughs) I know his tweets weren't funny, and uh, (laughs) they were stupidly tasteless. But I don't actually think he is a predator of any kind. I mean, I just don't. That's my guess. Hey, just my bet. But I don't.
0: Yeah. But, you know, it's another thing they like to fall back on. I'll tell you another thing. Anger. Anger, anger.
3: You probably saw this a lot this week if you were on there. I saw it too much and decided I was going to bounce several times this week.
0: I mean, I'm, yeah, I did. I pulled that number quite a bit. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Look, man, sometimes it's just not good for like my mental health that week. And I have had that a stressful exactly, last week. Yeah, that's exactly the, the my feeling. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're not required to be there. Shit. Like it. No. So one of the phrases I see sometimes, and when I see this phrase too many times when I'm scrolling, like if I scroll through like a hundred tweets and I see it like 10 times, which is possible, like, uh-huh. like it's obvious that some people don't read comics or some variation, you know? Uh-huh. The the thing is, like ninety-nine times out of a hundred, the point that's being made is, I believe, accurate, true, and applicable. But it's always almost always part of a conversation where I'm like, I just don't want that conversation in my brain. I'm 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 gonna bounce. I'm I'm just Yeah. I don't I don't need that right this second. I was just gonna try to like waste a few seconds online on my phone in mm-hmm. between the things I needed to do. Yeah and I don't need I I just I sorry, I don't have room for that energy right now. I'm
0: out. And and often when I see that online, hmm. I'm like, uh huh. Well, you're right in one regard, but also it's clear that you don't read comics <laughs> because I know of another storyline where that exact thing happened. <clears throat> yeah. So I mean, you're you're being proven wrong too. Just shut then, up and let people create things. It's, it's
3: not so much they're saying like my point's in, inextricably true and yours is just terrible. It's it's often like it's like even when they're not right about what they say, it's like they're still true. They're still right about the person they were accusing half the like more than half the time, unfortunately. Anyway, like there's a lot to, I've gone through threads where I looked at it and was like, man, I'm even going to have to look up some stuff here. But let's see where this rabbit hole goes. And after a while you're like, oh, I just, I feel like I got to the bottom of it and I'm sadder about the whole thing.
0: (laughs) That's just just the only
3: way any of this can end. Just didn't improve my life (laughs) whatsoever.
0: That's the only way that any of this can end. (laughs) (laughs) I remember when fancy that border brent was talking about stepping away from Twitter to some degree and definitely stepping away from the DC fandom. And he's like, no, I have just you know I'm I'm almost 40 years old and I am ashamed of some of the arguments I'm having on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and I just don't want to comport myself this way anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not interested in having arguments anymore. I will post a statement. Not to any person in particular, but whoever wants to see it can see it. And I'm just like, no, I'm not going
3: to argue with you. I'll block your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I mean, that's the annoying part, too, is I'm still I'm still occasionally guilty of it. I'll see something and I'll just like... Occasionally, I'll want to just say something kind of snarky. and I'm like, ah, I don't even want to engage. I don't want to be a part of this. And then sometimes I can't stop myself and then end up engaged. and I'm like, well, fuck, nah, I'm in it. Uh-huh. <sighs> Well, now a minute let me see if I can turn this around somehow and then uh, almost inevitably of course I can't turn it around and I've wasted a, a couple minutes of time yeah. and yeah no there's I don't feel great right about it brick walls yeah it, it's not it's not a productive way to live my life no uh so I mean, dog like literally <laughs> any dog meme would probably be a better use of my downtime with a phone oh yeah so Harley's uh, number two joke how'd you feel <sighs> no feelings whatsoever yeah.
0: Yeah. Right. Like I kind of chuckled because it was like, it wasn't even like a ha, ha, doo doo. It was just, okay. Harley's oversharing. Like my, my I feelings mean, were exactly what I felt like Rick flag's feelings were like, all right. <laughs> I mean, Which was I've what, been in that
3: situation and most of the time when somebody's like, yeah, I come in and blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay. I did not need to know that. Right. No. And that's I mean, verbatim what I've told people before. Uh, like, oh so, <laughs> it's not actually it's not funny inherently like i'm not shaming you about it either i just don't think there's you didn't actually tell a joke man i'm sorry like i did not no, sense I, humor when you talk
0: yeah see that's but the you know to me the fact that she shit is not the was funny the what's funny is that she didn't have the boundaries to understand that she was she shouldn't share that and i well, feel it's like totally in character flagged,
3: i have no objection to it outside
0: yeah no no um Okay, how what did we do? Me you and think that about, joke have a have a pH balance of zero. What did you think of uh the painkiller? Is this somehow related to a butthole? Because it's
3: called <laughs> Project Starfish. Give me a I lot of laugh. insight like, into how they're gonna be playing this character. <laughs> I laughed
0: my dick off. I did. <laughs> and it wasn't even that he thought it was it might be about a butthole. One, he was just so serious about it. And two, like, dude, Viola Davis sold that for me. Like that long steely
3: stare and then just before no. saying no i <laughs> uh, here's the thing Here, here's where like physical acting can really get me the the joke itself good her, like everything about that the the performance of that moment i thought was pretty stellar but mm-hmm. what made me laugh is when he goes back to his notepad and he see, he doesn't even like strike through like, the suggestion no. he writes no like he wants a long form <laughs> dictatorial like Explanation of uh-huh. the uh, response to his idea. Like, yeah. Like, I imagined him studying the notes to a meeting later. Reminding himself this is not about a butthole no, angle. Okay. No, no, we explored the butthole angle. And uh... <laughs> and he would explore the butthole angle for justice. Yeah. So, I mean, actually, now that <laughs> you think about it, just in the trailers, there have been three references to uh, genitalia or, or just general, like, human areas. Uh-huh. Um, uh, you know, private human areas. And he was, uh, what's that? Toilet seat for a hat, right? There's the dicks on the oh, beach yeah. thing.
0: Yeah, dicks on a beach. Yeah,
3: where if anyone wants to find it, I've meticulously done done the math on how long that would take John Cena to eat all the dicks on that beach. I remember. And um, now, I guess, of course, the uh, the butthole thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm I'm seeing you know a lot is of the this. Same all outrage. of them,
3: or is this just the start?
0: I I personally. I hope it's just the start just because I'm so sick of people whining about butthole humor. Uh, Like Those are every, every ass or dick joke we've gotten has been a different flavor, if you will. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't think, I don't know. I, I'm not a snob about humor though. I'm not getting mad because my comic book characters are making jokes.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, um, <clears throat> I, I used to be uh, more snobby about it. It it really had more to do with my own comfort level with the subject, which still isn't mm-hmm. great. But it's um, it's it's I guess uh, relaxed. Um, maybe not the word I should have used in the concept <laughs> that we we're talking about. But like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're here now, so I'm rolling with it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, but like, yeah, I, I used to be a little more snobbish about that shit, and I've I've gotten to the point now where it's like, man, listen. I'm not ever going to be the guy that laughs at that blazing saddle scene. It's just not for me. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck though. It's not ruining the movie. Yeah, I think these people think it is. I'll just watch it like my my favorite movie Shaun of the Dead has like a running fart joke in it. And uh-huh. every time I've watched it, the entirety of the probably 100 fucking times I've watched that movie, I have never cared for or laughed at that joke or that series of jokes or any version of it. I don't care. It's still my favorite fucking movie. Mhm. Yeah, I don't be all, right. yeah, be all right. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> now, I know it's not the only fucking reference we're going to have because at some point, uh, you know, Captain Boomerang wipes what appears to be Weasel's shit off his shoe. So fucking uh-huh. we're going to have some body humor in here. Just
0: brace yourself. Oh, gosh. Between the between the asshole joke and the, the joke about Weasel being like, hey, he's harmless. Well, he did kill 27 children. That one actually made me laugh like, way more. I laughed so hard at that.
3: What I laugh my
0: ass off. I was laying in bed. I woke up. I was like, "Oh, this dropped," and I'm just like, I'm like crying, laughing at 27 children.
3: <laughs> that what killed me about that was the um boomerang reaction where he just gets this big childlike grin, like, <laughs> "Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> well he just got interesting."
0: <laughs> yeah. And I I don't know, but I've, I've seen some people being like, oh, so now killing children is funny. Yes, yes,
3: it is. I mean, yeah, have you ever? I mean, it, not in real life. In yeah, in real not life, in real children. In real life, I'm gonna try to stop that shit. Like, you you want a I donation put, to a, would, to, a, to a child trafficking ring to to stop it? If, yeah, hit me up, man. Let me let me know where I, where to put my money. I'll I'll give it a I, shot. But I would you, totally take a
0: gun and put down a five foot tall bipedal weasel. Who was killing twenty seven
3: children? Yes, oh, I would absolutely. I'm killing do him in. the first time I see him attempt to kill a children. But I, kill I a children for sure. I
0: I wouldn't laugh. I wouldn't you know, tears wouldn't run down my face in glee. No, um, but in this fictional case, but in, that shit in, was in the funny. fictional
3: case with it with case in the fictional case with this ridiculous fucking character. Uh huh. I'm, <laughs> man. I'm. Most things, if you most things, if you find a way, they can be funny. Uh, King Shark, Bird, get off the comms. <laughs> what do they call him? I mean, I don't get, know. Off the, get off the cums was funny. It was like Ratatouille and Nunani or something like that. I don't know. I couldn't tell. I, I, I rewound it was a, it a movie couple of times, but I could not remember from where. I rewound it a
0: couple of times. I couldn't. I could never make out what he was saying. I couldn't either. So that movie, the movie became a Chris Nolan movie for just a second. i couldn't (laughs) but yeah i think it looks fun i do i i think it looks like it's got some heart i think it looks fun uh you know i don't know i'm digging it i'm okay with With it with
3: every trailer i'm like man there's gonna be so many rats in this movie and i think i'm gonna love them by the end of the movie
0: yeah and i don't and i don't mind superman i hope they i hope superman's in it i hope he's Watching the Starro event go down from the ICU, I hope he's laying there in, in like a hospital bed watching. And you know what? I'm not doing show his face. I hope they've got like one of those breathers on him, and he's like, <laughs> you can't see who it
3: is. That'd be amazing.
0: Yeah, because it would piss off too many people. Oh yeah, just, but it would be perfectly be so happy.
3: Like, like Adam Sandberg. Sandberg would suggest that. Like, David the, Sandberg. David Sandberg. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was like, "What does he got to do with this?" He might too. Yeah. In all fairness, and also that's Andy Sandberg.
3: <laughs> oh, I know who he's talking about. <laughs> in all fairness, he might as well, or he might also suggest it. But um, uh-huh. yeah, like if, I feel like he would suggest, "Hey, you know what? You should play off my joke about not showing the head, or mm-hmm. you know, the, the whole thing about me not showing the head at least, and like not showing his mm-hmm. head." Yeah, and if it happens, I'm gonna laugh. I'm really just, I'm just gonna laugh. How do you not, dude? Yeah, good trailer though. Uh, I'm super see. interested in the whole angle. I don't know. It's not new angle, but I'm, I'm I don't know. It's, I'm into it. When yeah. did it say it was
0: coming out? Um, it's in August. I want to say 12th or something like that. I don't remember. Not too far. I'll have to look it up, but. Uh, not too far to wait, though. It's in the trailer, which will be posted in the show notes, yeah. I guess, if anybody wants to go look. Um, James Gunn was talking to Total Film about how his movie connects with, uh, connects with the original. Gun says, there's nothing really in there that contradicts David's movie. I think the original film did some amazing casting on those characters, in particular the ones I used. I changed what I wanted to and kind of didn't fix what wasn't broken. <laughs> uh, and he said... It's a deeply diplomatic response. Right? Um, And he said that he told Games Radar that Warner Brothers gave him carte blanche uh to kill off anybody he wanted. They said, I could keep all the characters or do away with them all i could do a completely new squad which i considered Mm -hmm. and they said you can kill anyone warner were pretty much on board with the story from the beginning i was pretty much firmly in place from the inception of me taking on the project they were very trusting of me throughout the entire process almost to the degree to which i was frightened because it really is all me 100 percent. there's no one to blame if something goes wrong
3: except for myself that's fair yeah if it's true here'll be a fun one (laughs) here I'll be. <laughs> I mean what if what if they're like, yeah, we just genuinely don't care what happens because the movie is gonna end up being a giant fucking like there's a, a big reveal at the end that's like the uh, uh what's what's that fucking ah shit what's the thing in the man who uh what do you for the man who has everything? Um, Hell, I don't know Anyway, what if the whole reveal at the end of the movie is that before the movie ever started, oh you're talking Harley...
0: about the uh, yeah I know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. I, I can't I can't remember what it's called The Alan Moore thing I can't place right now
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where Robin punches Mongol I think um, uh, yep yeah. I know, yeah. Anyway, so what if the whole, what if the reason no one cares is because in the movie, like before the movies ever started, uh, there was an actual incident with Starro. Harley uh, caught that fish, and this has just been her. This is whole, this whole thing's in her brain.
0: That would be fantastic.
3: <laughs> the movie is like, yeah, it's in the DCU because mm, kind of doesn't exist.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That'd be fun. I mean, that goes right along with Birds of Prey. You could say anything from that didn't happen because
3: Harley was the narrator. Oh, yeah. And she is as false as the narrator gets. Black Mercy. Black Mercy. There's the bitch.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I couldn't remember. I'm like, in my brain, I'm like, deadly nightshade. No, that is from (laughs) Nightmare Before Christmas.
3: (laughs) Black Mercy. That's the one. (laughs) I wonder how many people Um, are yelling at us right now.
0: I know. There were like three. (laughs) The three that listen.
3: (laughs) Two and a half of them were very Uh, mad.
0: uh Uh-huh. The other one was kind of like, ah, come on, guys. Mm -hmm. Um, Too disappointed to be mad. um, This person uh, wrote to James Gunn and said, I dreamed that The Suicide Squad was split into two movies. We saw the first part featuring cameos, extremely gory training montages, no off-screen deaths. Uh, country sorry country meadows the thinker with hair and the wb offices james gunn how long is the film for real james gunn says two hours and 12 minutes that was a very inaccurate dream (laughs) yeah and uh someone else asked if that if the runtime was his idea or wb's and he says i wrote filmed and edited the best movie i could and it ended up at this length no one ever planned for it to be this long that's
3: good so um yeah, that's pretty good. And then another another he's person not, says, "I mean, even in these kinds of films, he's not like super big on backstory." I mean, yeah, no. In Guardians, like Drax has this whole galactic fucking story arc, and he's just like, "Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. but he's killed a lot of people. Family's dead, whatever." All right, so you get the gist. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've got the cliff notes.
0: I mean, I sit there and tear up when he's talking about his family and shit. I mean, oh, for sure. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
3: Well, it's I need a to see good moment. That. Hey, I'll ask you a question real quick. Well, okay. Of the people we've seen so far, like the people that were on like the the trailer back, or not even trailer, that you know the teaser reel, sizzle reel, whatever you want, uh-huh. back in um you know Fandom days and stuff. Mm-hmm. At what minute mark does the first one of these people die?
0: I, I don't know.
3: I want to go with early. Yeah, I would. I would guess first five minutes. I was going to go with the first twenty, but I'll be curious. I'm going to write. I'm going to write down our <laughs> show notes here, Dave. Yeah, says, you're probably
0: going to be closer.
3: Within first, well, I mean, I basically, you know, did the price is right thing on you, but added mm-hmm. um, it was a dollar. Mm hmm. I said Dave within five minutes, Jason within 20. We already bet on who. I was just wondering. You know.
0: Yeah, if we did that in an episode already.
3: The whole Suicide Squad Deadpool picking match thing, <clears throat> fantasy Deadpool, whatever we call it.
0: Mm hmm. All right, so this person says, most important question ever does the Suicide Squad have post-credit scenes. James Gunn says, I hope this isn't the most important question, but I think the movie itself, or as I think the movie itself is what matters most, but yes. <laughs>
3: um,
0: and I believe he said multiple uh, a few weeks ago. Probably. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about the Suicide Squad. I would be more excited if Walter Hamada was dropped into a vat
3: of acid, but... My a year it. ago, but sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'd only be mildly excited about it now. Mm-hmm. But like, oh, then in all fairness, cool. I don't know if I would have appreciated it as much in June of last year. Mm-hmm. It's been a long mm-hmm. year, man. It's true. They could that probably, can be... they could legit do a study, like a longitudinal study of DC fans. Uh-huh. Versus just a, you know, a sample group and, uh-huh. Very possibly prove that we won't live as longer or as long live as longer. <laughs> Good God!
0: Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I think. Um, I don't know. I think DC fans, by and large, just um, wind up like uh, I don't know, angry old Republicans on Facebook. Possibly. Well, I mean, look, what, just well,
3: really angry at streaming services. Here's the other thing, though. We <laughs> to. <laughs> you have to, you got to be an adaptable person uh, yeah <laughs> you got to be able to roll the punches if you're gonna be a dc fan right now
0: mm hmm because
3: I don't know what the fuck i'm gonna wake up tomorrow and find
0: no you never know
3: Aquaman could be in another jack Frost movie
0: <laughs> yep that could happen um all right let's 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 talk about some of these uh little teases and stuff and suits we've got on the flash or or flashpoint or whatever the hell we're calling it Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy Muscatti posted a tease of the new suit and logo for the, uh, for the flash. Mm-hmm. I think it looks great. How did you feel? Of uh, just the suit and the logo? Yeah. Yeah. Just the logo of the, yeah Yeah. Um, he teased the Supergirl costume and, uh, and that's because they were like, Hey, I'm pretty sure set photos are going to leak and then set photos leaked. hmm And, um, look, man, I... I'm sure she's fantastic in the movie. Okay. Um, I love the costume. I think it looks great. Um, I think she looks good in the costume <clears throat> in the most respectful way possible. hmm I'm waiting for No. No, Maybe.
3: no, but again, not the well, phrase I was have chosen no, given. There was a butt. Mm-hmm. but.
0: But <clears throat> <laughs> no, when you're I When you finish tripping
3: great. over your tongue, let me know and we'll <laughs> continue.
0: <cook you. laughs> no. Um, I was actually excited because she looks so much like um the supergirl from in
3: from injustice year three yeah I think she looks great I didn't all right I only saw a hint of this I believe that was pointed out by Tom Taylor oh was it I think so
0: yeah I mean I was just like oh and
3: then you know <laughs> I mean he, he's a bloke I follow but again I just I, I've really kind mm-hmm. of avoided some Twitter this week not uh, also, because of the set photos, I I didn't want to see more than I'd already seen. I've, as I expressed, I it's just not for me. Right. I I really enjoy the sense of awe when I get to see something in full form for the first time without any seedlings. Mm-hmm. Um, just now that I've said the word seedlings, this could also be why the, in the times I've tried, I'm terrible at growing plants. <laughs> I mean, they just they die on contact with my home. Yeah. I just don't have the patience.
0: Right. Well, you know. I worry for my child now that I've said this all out loud. Yeah, that's, uh, I wasn't going to say anything, but, uh, <laughs> whoops. I, uh, you know, pop over to Twitter, post a thing, and then all of a sudden I'm seeing like full on Supergirl images, and I'm
3: like, okay. I mean, uh, what I've saw, uh, what, I, what I saw, she looks fantastic.
0: But, you know, what Muschetti posted, great. what Muschetti posted, like that, that emblem and the red above the emblem and going into the shoulders—that is also. I mean, you've, we've already pieced together her hairstyle, so that's pretty much all you need for you to be like, "Oh yeah, that's Laura from from Injustice. That's cool." Yeah, that'll work. Or, I mean, that's what she looks like, and she might be Kara, but look like Laura. Yeah, that's possible. This is a multiverse, man. We don't know what's gonna happen. But I'm down with it, and like I, you know, I saw some people complaining that like, look, they're they're replacing Batman and Superman. They got Michael Keaton, they got this, you know, Sasha Kaye, uh replacing Superman. And I, dude, I'm here for it. I don't necessarily want to see a multiverse movie where we're seeing Batman and Superman that we've seen a million times before. No, or I mean times before.
3: Theoretically, if I, you'd, <laughs> if you'd pitched me this four years ago and said, "Hey, what we're gonna do is," Uh, the Flash movie is actually going to introduce like an alternate uh, Supergirl. I would have thought, fuck mm-hmm. yeah, that sounds fantastic. We've already got some Superman shit going on, so yeah, roll it out. I think the only reason people are that upset is because there is this drought of, you know, this this cavern of lack of cavil, where right. yeah, you know, we you know we're all we're all kind of wondering you know, is there still a future at all? And if so, well, I mean, going am hoping, <laughs> but <laughs> I hope, but I get it. So I mean, but there's a little bit of like. It is one of those thoughts where I I, I I just I can't stress enough that people try to get this out of their head, that if you have one thing, you can't have the other, because these things don't work that way.
0: Yeah, we don't know that. And look, uh, you know, I don't think we'll – we will we are getting Ben Affleck in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, I've, I saw the first look at Michael Keaton standing in the crowd, and I'm excited as shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love Michael Keaton. Um, <laughs> of I, that I've shot, I can
3: it. only say he definitely looks like Michael Keaton.
0: Yeah, he does. Exactly and like I, you it. know, that's all I got. We, we saw like, uh, there was a van that said, that had wonder woman on it, like some promotional material from some, you know, from the wonder woman movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like central city children's fund. Everyone's like, this is hokey shit. Wonder woman's not a real person. And y'all, why wouldn't wonder woman be a spokesperson for the central city children's fund? And yeah like and what Miss America does of, shit like that why wouldn't Wonder version
3: Woman of any version of reality would Wonder Woman not think that a just cause that she would contribute a photo to right well they use the same thing for the promotional footage okay
0: that promotional footage didn't exist in their timeline because we're in the real world remember remember the real
3: world it, yeah I, I'll even grant you Are, that okay maybe it's maybe <laughs> that cut a corner and saved some money all right. Of course. It'll be okay. I mean, all right. The the one legit point is like, well, it's kind of a fourth wall breaker. Okay. No, it's I, not. I, no, I can kind of get behind it because like if that's the, the, you know, promotional image you saw outside of a theater and inside of a theater you see it again, I, I can, that's like the, to me the most practical point you could make is that as a Maybe, fourth wall but... breaker, it's got <laughs> something. But you know what? You know what I didn't see in my like two seconds I scrolled Twitter and thought, nope, was anyone, anyone making that fucking point? <laughs> <laughs> no i i i don't
0: <laughs> my favorite point is always uh from from brooklyn batman our friend anthony who's just like we'll be like y'all need to get out go outside and touch grass <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: i mean you know, yeah. there's nothing about that picture on that van breaks any kind of
3: fourth wall maybe in your head but not, not oh, for I'm not real. even saying it does for real for me. My suspension of disbelief is still firmly placed up high. But it's the most reasonable argument I can make from that standpoint.
0: Then again, I can't me understand why they're not making an ambush bug movie where he's talking straight to the camera about the, the differences between the Snyderverse and the Modiverse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's I mean that's what I want to see.
3: Yeah. But I'm a
0: Deadpool fan, so.
3: I mean, I I like the phrase, y'all need to touch grass. It's a really good, uh, it's a a good tagline. I think Mm -hmm. mine would be more like, listen, y'all need to go hug a puppy or some shit. (laughs) Hug a puppy today.
0: It's important. Yeah. And we saw Barry Allen outside of a courtroom, and he's wearing a flash ring. He's wearing the flash ring. That's cool. Um, It
3: was. It was. I mean, it feels premature, if I'm, if I'm being honest. Well, it's not. See, again, it's not even that. Like, part of it is when I saw that image, I felt like, man, I don't know. It just looks a little awkward on him at right now. And it, it's because it's a, it's a shot from somebody's cell phone in the middle of the day with, with no lighting, mm-hmm. no pose, no adjustments, no nothing. Um, that will look better and look more subtle, look like it's a, a more uh, more of a part of him. Like, that thing's the size of his eyeball. Just yeah. chilling have on a his hand for like that. someone's not going to notice.
0: I have a filter for set pictures. I look at them and go, oh, okay, yeah. I <laughs> throw a little, you know, do some color grade and you're, you're good. You're fine.
3: Like, we don't need to complain about this. this, yeah, is, this I, that's going to look dandy. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> it And, like, I know enough about how I, 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 lighting is really not one of my things that I understand really well at all. But I know enough about it to know that, like, yeah, when you get done, Lighting and finishing that, it's gonna look like it's more part of the entire picture. You're not gonna notice it, but as is, yeah. it, he looks like a kid wearing a fucking mood ring or some shit that he, mm-hmm. he like. He's gonna show it to everybody he passes <laughs> on the street. A little bit. And this, here's the problem with uh, this is not my problem with epics in general, man. If you enjoy them, Godspeed. Uh, but for me, the problem is more that like I see that and those are the thoughts that go through my head, and now I've got to live with those thoughts while I go watch the movie, and I don't enjoy that yeah. as much. Hmm. I just, it just, it's, See, it's I, clutter that I have to deal with while I enjoy something. I kind of
0: feel like, you know, there are lots of set picks that we don't talk about on the show. I know. And then there are set picks where they're so, such a big deal. They're just everywhere. And I feel like I got something to say about it. And it's usually y'all shut the hell up. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 like It's usually something along the lines of, of you know, calm your tits. You're mm-hmm. good. Put them away, put an ice pack in there, cool them off. You're good. Um, <laughs> anyway, all right, let's, uh, let's move over to Shazam two here. Fury of the gods, man. Uh, <laughs> Jack Dylan Grazier, uh, Freddie Freeman. He, uh, he is t- <laughs> talking to uh, comicbook.com and he says, I'm in Atlanta right now filming Shazam two and it's going wonderfully. It's so fun. Zachary Levi's new costume is awesome. This one is so funny, and we really got a lot of freedom in this one. We're able to get away with a lot. It's really fun. Great cast. Helen Mirren is in it. Rachel Zegler from the new uh, West Side Story. Lucy Liu is a great cast. Um, did you uh, did you see the Helen Mirren pictures? I'm not sure they copied over um, to, the, uh, to the What's It.
3: Um,
0: I, to well, to well, I the, didn't look at uh, the What's Drive. It because I
3: thought, we, I thought we discussed it and I'd seen everything, but I didn't see that anyway, so. 0 for okay, 2 well, on that with me.
0: Um I, I just sent I just sent you one in the uh, in the Skype chat. In the Skype Gotcha. That's in on Skype chat.
3: Let's scap it up.
0: My friend.
3: Oh no, I have Maybe. seen that picture. I just um Okay. Honestly, forgot that's what Helen Mirren looked like. Yeah, she looks a little different. I'm you know, a little
0: suspicious, let's just say.
3: I do like I only saw that as like a, a, it was like one of those thumbnails as I scrolled kind of things. I, I do remember seeing that image though and no. thinking, well, that fucking body armor looks fantastic. I don't care what's happening here.
0: Yeah, no, that's fine. I mean, she's a great actress and all. Oh,
3: I'm I, um, I, I, negative. 100% worries about how she's going to do with the role, you know? No,
0: no. And uh, David F. Sandberg did release uh, the whole Shazamly uh they, they they all look great, and did you? Uh, I don't know if you saw that, but uh, yeah, Grace Fulton is taken over from Michelle Borth. I did see that. So she's she's both versions of the character. Mm-hmm. So that makes me feel like I mean, last time I was like, why why isn't this just Grace Fulton playing this character? <laughs> she's not even a child. Yeah. Uh. So I'm I'm guessing if this movie franchise continues, eventually they'll just like weed out. Levi and <laughs> all of the older actors that just have the actual kids playing these characters. Yeah. Which
3: would be funny to watch.
0: Actually, it'd be really interesting if well, like I mean, the chubby you do the kid, you know, too, though? I mean, you could, I think it'd be interesting. I think it'd be really interesting if they, everyone aged up into the characters and then they were playing the superhero versions of themselves too, except for the chubby guy. <laughs> just, and it was because he was the only the one. one who, it was, he was the only one who didn't become the idealized version of himself. Shit. I would relate to that. I would watch that movie quicker than any of them. I'd be like, yes, let's see the fat kid who grew up into the fat man. And like everybody else like became these idealized, like perfect versions that they thought they would be. And he didn't get it. Yeah. That'd be fantastic.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, that'd be my story. F- finally. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's kind of <laughs> what I was thinking. It was like, I,
3: I'm, I'm a, I'm a guy who weighs more than I'd like to weigh, and I was always a guy who weighs more than I'd like to weigh. It's that's a fact of life for me, with some respites Mm -hmm. in between. (laughs) Yeah. Um, mostly described as my twenties.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see. But yeah, these these costumes look great to me. Like they look. But I didn't like. I mean, I didn't have a problem with the first one. I I have at least three. Shazam action figures from that first movie
3: I mean honestly I, I think they both look great I genuinely yeah, don't care uh, if they had kept it great if they went of this one great The I keep thinking practically I feel like this one costs less uh, Less. that's all like, probably I'm adding probably. some serious syllables tonight it'll be alright like, I feel like this one costs less is all and you know from the like when I saw everyone else's redesigned costumes uh-huh. I kind of thought like mhm and you got the money from that from not doing that one that way
0: yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. Which
3: is hilariously like the actual Marvel Powers.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Uh, let's I kind of wanted uh, to be like, well, what
3: are, what are, what are, why do we look better? Is, well, I gave up some of mine for years. You know, and point right. at his costume when he doesn't. Point directly <laughs> at the lightning symbol that's no longer kind of lit up with that little backlight. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: <laughs> Dwayne Johnson... Uh, <laughs> Revealed how much filming was left for Black Adam. Uh, this was as of the twentieth, and uh, he posted a picture of his food. and He says, it "Doesn't look like much, but here's my Saturday night post leg training meal: ground tenderloin, brown rice with broccoli and pineapple for digestion." Wink. Is that a joke about his cum? <laughs> why? Why the wink? I mean, I've always heard that
3: you drink pineapple juice or eat pineapple to make your cum taste good. I i have, A, in all of my questioning, never found that that was true or false. And B, I thought it... I didn't say it was true. I, I thought just even heard in the it urban lot. myth, it was only applicable to vegetarians.
0: Oh, really? I used to have an old friend in college who was walking around drinking like Five Alive and shit and winking at me all the time.
3: I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> He's like, bro, bro, you're still not getting laid, and you're going to have the beaties. (laughs) Stop winking at me. Hit a gym and put that shit down. Get some water.
0: The Rock says, uh, with eight ounces to ten ounces of water, all of my six meals per day are strictly measured out, including water and sodium, as we go into our final three weeks of production for the filming of Black Adam. Commit, push all chips in, and do your best to trust the process. Uh, Black Adam edit. Sorry, uh, Black Adam diet six months straight. Rage hashtag in need panda- I-, I need pancakes. Okay, yeah. Uh, so
3: for sure, uh, it, the the pineapple was he he was like, what can I justify that's sweet that I can get into my fucking diet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And pineapple, but, yeah, it, so. admittedly, like from what I know about pineapple nutritionally, it's 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 not bad. It's it's like it's a lot of sugar, but it's I think it's. I'm told it's like sugar. You'll break down pretty well, and it does have a lot of fiber.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it's a final three weeks of all that. Final three weeks of production. Mm-hmm. So that's all they need. They have
3: they have zipped right through this production. Oh, they honestly. Have. I'm sure. Um, and he probably was sitting back there with a the bullwhip the entire time.
0: Everything I he for this posted film for twenty just years. Sounds,
3: we're gonna make it today.
0: Every everything this dude is talking about in this post is just sounds like
3: absolute torment to me. <laughs> Look, man, when you're winking about a hint of pineapple in your food on what yep. is your sixth meal that day, Uh huh. like, yeah, the like you're not getting any dopamine out of your meals anymore. And no. by, bear in mind, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's probably something we should all be doing.
0: And I'm over here, you know, winking at my wife as I'm eating my
3: sixth Reese's cup of the day. <laughs> so <laughs> I am currently holding a diet grapey co and thinking, well, it's not the other one, by the way, those black raspberry LaCroix are delicious. Aren't they? Yes. I'll warn you now. There is a limit. If you drink too many, it, they start to not taste as good. You have mm-hmm, to keep I'm them sure. as a reward between the other, you know, guilt-free drinks.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Aquaman two James one revealed the, the title of the movie Aquaman and the lost kingdom, which yeah, that's fine. Whatever. Uh, The main thing I see with this is a lot of people, and I'm curious, a lot of people were saying the reason Warner Brothers freaked out about those Snyder boards, the Snyder whiteboards, was that um, they're saying that, oh, they're taking pieces of the the Jeff Johns, uh, Zack Snyder plan for Justice League 2 and 3 because there's a court, there's obviously a court scene in The Flash because we see him standing outside of a court uh room with uh with with the uh, suit on and the flash ring Mm
3: -hmm.
0: and part of that was in the boards and also the lost kingdom was a huge plot point for aquaman Mm -hmm. and uh so yeah a lot of people are saying like oh they're just stealing from snyder straight up and to that i say no they own the ip anything snyder does they own so (laughs) i mean they own
3: the ip and they own all of the drafts of everything that happened
0: And for all we know, because Jeff Johns was there, he was coming up with it with Snyder. So who knows how much of those boards are Snyder's and how much are John's and how much, you know. And Snyder's already said he wanted to change it anyway because, well, he said for obvious reasons. (laughs) Might one of those obvious reasons be that Jeff Johns was writing it with him? Yeah, it could be. I think maybe. I think maybe. So let's just, again, apply that ice pack directly to your tits (laughs) and just wait it out. It'll be fine. Yes, Amber Heard's in the movie. If you're mad about that, I'm sorry. I'm not a big fan of it either. I think she's an abuser. I don't think her or Johnny Depp should be in anything for the next ever. But uh, hey, whatever. We 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 get what we get. They um yeah, that was a revealing time. But <laughs> look, I every uh, I you know in Aquaman one, I was like, hey, she's not bad. Hey, she's very attractive. And uh, now that I know she shat on a bed, I will never find that woman attractive again. (laughs) I'm sorry. The words she shit on the bed escaped from the computer and went into my brain, and I will never find her attractive or in the least bit uh, redeeming. I mean,
3: ever. Sorry, it's just she. No, like what? What? Shit on the bed is like if this was like a medical thing, (laughs) it wouldn't. Yeah, there's. No. That's a very different conversation. Yeah. Medical issue. What you're I what mean, you're talking about is like this was a deliberate, violent act she chose. Right. And right. That's and that's what several you're thinking other... is like, mm, I can't I can't get behind that. If that's a choice you made as a human, I don't think me and you were going to get along.
0: Right. There are several other, you know, things like we throwing had
3: just way too much discussion of fecal matters in the show so far. Uh-huh. Throwing and or low, Whatever you want to consume it.
0: All the actual like physical shit like the like the violent shit, yeah, that's not good. But, you know, the actual shit, the defecation on the bed, that's the thing that sticks out in my head. Like I just see like blood and mayhem and then just like a very attractive woman squatting and shitting on a bed and I'm like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm
3: tapping out of this conversation. Uh, uh, I'll be over here. <laughs> where? Over there. So, where? Uh, over yeah. somewhere.
0: So yeah, if uh, you know, I get it if people are like I can't I can't watch this movie. I get it. I understand. I if, yeah, I mean, look, I, if if, if you can't watch the Flash because of Ray, I get that too. Like yeah, that's I, one
3: I, of those decisions. You know how many Flash it's like, figures It's 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 a it's a very hairy decision. Like one person is uh is not responsible for the entire production. Mhm. And I have to right. you know, I have to no. keep some respect for that. Like there's going to be thousands of people working on this that have Nothing to do with Ray or her, right? Or both of these productions. I mean that. um Yeah, shit. It's a tough decision, man. Like, yeah, I get the the appalling the outrage, and I even get some of the boycotting mm-hmm. for some of the reasons. Not all of them. Some people have shitty reasons for it. Um,
0: <laughs> Wink.
3: <laughs> not what I'm in on that one. <laughs> I love it. I love it when that happens. But yeah, it. Mm. <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. Anyway. So um, here's a weird thing um, Chris McKay was talking to Cinema Blend, to, to Cinema Blend's Real Blend podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said of the Nightwing movie, <laughs> I hope it's still a reality. I hope that we still get to make that movie. As far as I'm concerned, it's not lost yet. It is obviously something that, well, they've had other priorities, they've had other challenges. That's one way to put it. Yeah. (laughs) They'd had things that they needed to do. And I think they found their way. I think their recent successes and the stuff that they are planning on doing now, I think it opens the door for us to still be able to do a Nightwing movie, whether you call it in an alternate universe or you pick it, uh, or you (laughs) pick in their multiverse version, which universe is part of there are different ways into it. But Nightwing is a big action-packed emotional movie. It may not budgetarily be similar to what we do with the tomorrow war, but from a scope and scale standpoint, as far as the kind of action and the kind of heart, that's what Nightwing is going to be about. So, uh, yeah, I, I didn't think that movie was even still on the, on the table. It feels like
3: it's been years since we've thought about it. Yeah. It might've actually been a couple of years.
0: Oh, it has been. It definitely has
3: been. would be a little bit fitting though for like, it's somehow fitting for the character's, uh, success, like in a meta sense, that it would be yeah. just this thing that snuck in between where where it's, like, super beloved and does really well and, and just uh-huh. kind of, like, sneaks in between other projects. And you're like, shit,
0: fucking, I forgot Nightwing is a great character, you know? Oh, he is. He definitely is.
3: Uh, if I could pick a thing, though, like, God, I would love to see mm-hmm. a Nightwing movie that was somehow in the actual Joker universe. Huh. I would enjoy the fuck out of that.
0: That would be interesting. I don't know what that looks like. Oh,
3: yeah. But I think I'd have fun with it. Oh yeah, probably.
0: Uh, speaking of things we'd have fun with uh, while he was talking to Collider, uh, he said that um, because Lego has left Warner brothers and is now over at universal, mm-hmm. there probably won't ever be a Lego Batman sequel. I'm so sorry to say that, but I don't think they'll be making Lego Batman too. Um, apparently uh, Dan Harmon and the head writer for the current show, Loki, Michael Waldron uh, had done a first draft of the script. That was really great. uh, McKay says it was truly epic, both from an action standpoint and from a story standpoint, the structure was Godfather part two, a story about Batman's relationship to the justice league and Superman. Now, as uh, well as the formative moments of the justice league and Batman's relationship with Superman
3: then. So, I mean, look, don't rule it out. It was critically acclaimed. It did great with the audience in terms of money and ratings. But a lot of money you know, there and they can borrow rights for such a thing. If it's, you know, finite. Yeah. But I don't right. know. I mean, the, the fact is the, I don't think so. The transfer <laughs> of the IP is a problem.
0: Yeah. But he also said that but, Warner you know, brothers uh, was not really, made.
3: it's not impossible. but yeah.
0: Apparently Warner brothers was not receptive to the idea. Mm. They didn't want them to take the character any more seriously. Um, And they didn't want to keep filling it with more DC characters and lore. So they, he says, the studio was leery of Lego Batman being an actual Batman movie. So I was constantly told to hold back. Audiences and subsequent movies like Into the Spider Verse proved them wrong. Mm -hmm. I would have quadrupled down. I would have quadrupled down on making it as much of a real Justice League movie with lots of jokes, cameos, intersecting storylines, references, etc. It would have been a very dense movie uh, as humanly possible. So yeah, uh, yeah, that said, I would have loved to have seen that. Yeah.
3: But Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers did.
0: Of course not, because they're idiots.
3: No, that's what I'm saying. That I'm that's the new term now I'm gonna use Warner Brothers mm-hmm. in it. <laughs> yeah. When you decide with when you decide against all evidence that your market should be infantilized and sold uh-huh. toys instead of respected and given the things that they've asked for over and over again. Mm -hmm. I think that should be called Warner Brothers in it. Sure. Fair enough.
0: Uh, James Gunn uh, was asked a question and he answered it surprisingly. He says, I have casually talked to the powers that be at both Marvel and DC about a Marvel and DC crossover movie. Mm -hmm. I would love for it to happen. I don't think it's likely, but I don't think it's an impossibility either. That said, just constantly seeing crossovers and mashups is less enchanting
3: to me than a strong story. I mean, well, sure. And I agree. But I would love to see it for one good reason. Well, Mm -hmm. I would love to see it for many reasons. But I would love to see it Mm -hmm. for one particular reason. So that if they crossed over and found common ground and it made four and a half billion dollars, we could all shut the fuck up about the DC versus Marvel shit. Yes. That would really make me very happy. Me too. Me too. That's really a major goal. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> All right. So, uh, hopping back into some older fare. Uh, Kevin Hickman, the uh, film editor for Suicide Squad, the David Ayer version, mm-hmm. uh, was talking to Cinema Cinema Blend about the director's cut, and he says, "I would like to see David's final version of the film. I saw what David was trying to do with the film, and I thought it was a pretty bold film. It was less comedy." It was a much darker film. It was almost like a Black Hawk Down type of thing. Hmm. It was just very militarized, very very serious. I mean, of course, there were supposed to be comedic moments with Will Smith, but it was a darker film. I like where David was going with it, and it would be really nice to see him be able to finish what he started. I don't know if that will happen now because of James Gunn's reboot, uh, which I haven't seen yet. But from the trailer, it looks like a lot of fun. It definitely feels like a different vibe than what David Ayer would have made but I am really looking forward to seeing what James Gunn did because I'm a big fan of his work. Yeah. I could have dug that. He also said uh, it was well over a million feet of film (laughs) that we shot for suicide squad. And it was just a big, big ensemble movie having so many characters that you have to introduce and set up their backstory and the end develop and a camaraderie between them all. So suicide squad was a challenge because we had so many characters and at some point we screened it for the studio and they wanted to take things in a different direction. Warner Brothers wanted the origin of the characters to happen much closer to the beginning and insert a level of comedy into the film. So yeah, mean you, you know. Kind of we, we've heard versions of that scene of of that story before.
3: Yeah. it's kinda what happened. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh let's see. Uh one last sad note actually before we jump into uh before to, well, before we go to break. And then jump into television. Um, Ned Beatty passed away on June 13th. Mm, This was the guy that, I mean, he's had, he's been in tons of stuff over the years. Um, Deliverance and, you know, homicide, life on the streets and network, you know, he's just been in a bunch of stuff. But uh, I'll always remember him best, of course, uh, as, uh, as Otis from the, uh, the, the the Dick Donner Superman, the movie Mm -hmm. and uh, Superman two. Uh, Otisville. Mm. <laughs> it's just one tiny little place, Mr. Lufo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, thoughts and prayers and uh, secular utterances to the family. Vibes, I believe I, they're called. Uh, prob- uh, yeah, vibes, vibes. Um, <laughs> we got a lot more to get to,
1: so um, we'll be right back after this break.
4: We all have those special summer moments. Smoked cheddar burgers by the lake, pepper-crusted kebabs in a star-spangled sky, Dijon flank steak for two on a moonlit deck, the irresistible pairing of music and carne asada. Let us help turn your summer moments into cherished memories. The Certified Angus Beef Brand. Rare moments done well.
2: Only the best Angus Beef earns our logo. The Certified Angus Beef Brand. Available at Meijer.
0: All right, we are back. And uh first up on the roster here, we've got a Titans trailer, a teaser trailer for season 3. Uh what did what did you think about this thing, man?
3: Jason going back. Uh
0: Jason going bye-bye and Jason and Red Hood coming in. Mhm. They, they they showed us that they showed us a crowbar. I saw a crowbar.
3: Yeah. There's a crowbar. There's Oh, serious Joker action. <laughs> I think we all know how this story ends. Oh, sure, sure.
0: Um, and Greg Walker revealed to Entertainment Weekly the other day, um, they revealed a picture of uh, the Jonathan Crane character. And uh, he says, in, in relation to to their version of Scarecrow, he says, think Hannibal Lecter. He's been given the opportunity to opine on ways to stop villains. And a villain breaks out in Gotham and it draws Dick Grayson to work with him.
3: Oh, this is, This is my dream. Right? This is absolutely my dream. I'm I'm going right, to be absolutely right. wet watching this fucking part of the series. Gross. After all we've been through this episode, <laughs> don't you shame me. Shame. <laughs> you know, shame. We have been through <laughs> some other topics. We can handle my man wetness. Uh, <laughs>
0: Why did you have to say man wetness? Because I wanted to make it
3: worse, and I think I achieved my goal. I was actually going to make it even worse. Oh, I'm scared. I was
0: going to say, I don't want to hear about your mangina. Oh, yeah.
3: I think man wetness is worse. Not sure. I don't know. Man moistness? (laughs) Moist makes everything
0: worse. (laughs) I know. Anyway, uh, (laughs) he also talks about Barbara. We got a great picture of her in the wheelchair uh, talking to Dick. And, uh, he says, Greg Walker says in our story with Dick returning to Gotham and Gotham is a huge character this season. It's about sons and daughters and stepping into the shadow of your parents. Barbara is going to be conflicted by Dick's arrival. Barbara's feeling is that the legacy of Bruce and Jim has been this idea that she thinks is antiquated and inefficient the God Syndrome, meaning that superheroes create the situation where they're the heroes. They drop in on a situation, solve it, and then they leave. And she feels that basically disempowers people from solving their own problems and that the people of Gotham need to figure out how to solve their own problems and not be passive victims waiting for a superhero to save the day. All right. I, I that sounds cool to I'm me. It. August 12th, man. Thursday, August 12th. That's when uh, season three of Titans uh rears its uh relatively well shot head yeah uh, I'm, I'm i'm down for it uh they also released a season two trailer for star girl and you know all the other kids are like hey let's quit the the injustice society is dead or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then uh she's like well no we can't do that let's let's keep being good guys here it's the last thing uh, we should do right no let's me. not quit uh yeah, I you know you got to go back to the staff chose me mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. We heard that enough for the season one, but um, <laughs> I,
3: mean, I I, I feel did. like I feel like I know where you're going with with that. Yeah, go go for, go for it. What
0: you got? Well, I'm not sure. I have more to that. I'm just saying we've heard that staff chose me bullshit last year. Okay. Oh, we're okay good. Cool. That, um, that's it. That was the, that's the end of that rant. I'm, I, am i am happy to see green lanterns daughter. Uh, I'm hoping that's Jade. I'm hoping Jade. Um, I'm hoping Jade. Uh, otherwise it still looks like the show that I watched and enjoyed the shit out of last year. So, uh, you know, shade looks like a, you know, dope. I don't know. Dick killer
3: mother. I don't, He looks cool. I mean, yeah. Um, you know, those trailers where you watch it and you're like, I know where the story's going. The trailer uh-huh. itself didn't knock my dick in the dirt, but I no, I know where you're going with this and I'm good, but, uh-huh. but I'd rather just get into the series. That's one of those. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much the whole shebang right there.
3: I mean, I like it. They're a part, honestly, I was just, you know, if I was disappointed by anything, I was hoping for a little bit of Joel McHale. I mean, aren't we all that's, ever that's for the for thing? It's not it's not on there. It's just also right. that, that was how, that was what you teased me with at the end was some Joel McHale, so Right. Get him off that damn cooking show and let me see him in the fucking trailer.
0: <laughs> uh, over to the Flash. Now, long time listeners of this show knows that we know that we have a, a little problem with the Flash as far as uh you know, the people in charge of it seem to like throwing spoilers at us. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, the trend continues. Um, (laughs) Carlos Valdez, the guy that played Cisco, Mm -hmm. um, he, his recent episode, the last, I think one last episode or two, he, he left the show. That was, that was his thing. He left the show and now they come out with this, saying he's coming back for the season seven finale. Mm -hmm. And Carlos Valdez tells entertainment weekly, uh, Cisco would have a surprise return to help the team take down a major foe. He says, "Yeah, I'm coming back, baby, for the last two. I think it's really fl- flattering and gratifying to get to do a big old goodbye and then come in as a surprise at the very end to help the team take down a- <laughs> take down a formidable foe. It's not a surprise if you tell us." <laughs> So, why does Eric Wallace think this is okay? Why does Carlos
3: Valdez think this is okay? It's also, not a surprise if we've done it with Tom Cavanaugh more times than I can count. And every pretty much every, every person, who's left, except
0: except for the guy that played Ralph, but you know he's racist, so
3: yeah, he turned out to be kind <laughs> of a ball of shit. But you know, hey, it happens. <laughs> yeah, so it goes I mean, back I'm into just... my questions about like why in the absolute hell are people not scouring? I mean, just devouring. <laughs> And vetting every single social media post people have before they put them in major roles.
0: It's just too much work. Now,
3: look, maybe, maybe that's the problem. Maybe it's a a problem of like the same reason, uh, you know, lawyers will send other firms that they're working against like discovery papers that are just, it's just boxes. Like boxes that look like yours and Scott McClellan's comic books combined and Mm -hmm. tripled. Um, in case you don't know, Scott is the co host of the DC film squadcast. Yes, and a formidable collector. So imagine and all a good that. of that. Imagine someone hands you that and then they triple it and they basically give you a mm-hmm. storage warehouse and say, Well, this is what we're planning on talking about. Let's say you out-resource somebody so that they cannot possibly uh-huh. compete with you on the talking point you're actually bring up on the day. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that maybe uh-huh. uh, that's that's a relevant thing. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay um cw put out their uh their their fall schedule mm-hmm. and it is uh relievedly light on dc fair um uh, i feel bad saying that i sh- you know part of me thinks like yeah you're a dc guy you're doing a dc podcast you shouldn't be relieved when there are less shows on tv <laughs>
3: but i am there is <laughs> i mean it's it yeah it
0: uh yeah
3: it's hard not so, to have a little bit of, um, yeah, man, it, it is a, it's a workload to keep up with them.
0: It is. So Wednesday, October 13th, uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow Season 7 premieres at 8 p.m. And uh, Batwoman Season 3 premieres at 9 p.m. That is October 13th, Wednesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then uh, Tuesday, November 16th, 8 p.m., The Flash Season 8 premieres. And that's it. Stargirl season three, Superman and Lois season two, and Naomi season one are all going to be mid-season. All right. But yeah, that's like Supergirl's gone. Black Lightning's gone. Painkiller, thankfully, didn't happen.
3: I, I'm i good. Honestly, like, I, I want to agree with you. I haven't gotten to watch About the Batgirl pilot myself, though. Oh, God. <laughs> I feel like I'm going to wait for you to. But I'm going to be really, wait it's going to fascinate me if I come back. I'm like, missing man. I, I don't know. They missed an opportunity here.
0: For more exposition dumps, you'll see.
3: Uh, very, very <laughs> possibly, probably even. I, I just, I haven't gotten to do it myself. I'm all right. So I am woefully behind on the CW this year. Now, uh-huh. that being said, I, uh, well, from from take it from someone who's
0: watched all of the CW this year, it, it's more like weefully behind
3: <laughs> because. <laughs> well, here's the part that cracks me up: is like <laughs> I, maybe, but I. On occasion, relatively often, even have found something that I really enjoyed that you didn't appreciate as much. That's true. So there's a real chance that I'm going to watch these and be like, "Man, I, I, you know, I, I, let me, let me pitch this angle to you or something." But yeah. there, you know, there's a decent chance I'm not going to. I don't know. I, it has nothing to do with my excitement. I'm actually deeply excited about several of these shows. Just, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. In a time crunch at the moment, there's some stuff going on, and I've haven't had time areas? to stick it in. So, I'm trying to I understand. I'm trying to get in as many as I can, as many as fast as I can. Yeah. But as um, the nature of TV seasons go, they're fucking piling up.
0: Yeah, they're piling and up. it's June. This um, is
3: supposed to be where I can catch up on stuff.
0: I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be unfair. I feel like there are probably a couple people on Twitter, at least, who see some of the shit I post sometimes and go, well, he's being a dick. I'm not trying to be a dick. You know, I've stuck up for the CW shows when I thought they were really good and uh when they falter i am a piece of shit about them but uh <laughs> i haven't thought supergirl was was good this year superman and lois is like god level it is <laughs> so good it is so good uh and yeah i recognize they're lifting some shit from man of steel They actively – the showrunner said, look, we wanted to incorporate all of our favorite shit from all of the Superman stuff. So, yes, uh, some Man of Steel shit kind of like some inspiration is in there. Yeah, but there's also Um,
3: some Smallville stuff. Like the the set itself looks more like like the Smallville Smallville set than the Man of Steel Mm -hmm. set for the –
0: But it also just feels like its own shit too. Like – and yeah, it's it is unfair. I agree. It is unfair that people are like, that was badass. And if it would if it had been Cavill, they would have been like, he just murdered that guy. No, he didn't. But it's okay. I uh, there there's definitely some double standard shit going on with the audience. But look, I think Superman Lois is a great show. Um I, I think they're doing a fantastic job. I haven't really enjoyed the Flash this year the first half of black lightning was pretty damn good and it ended well, but I, I didn't like painkiller and I didn't like a couple episodes after it. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've got my little preferences. Legends is legends. It's just a whole bo-
3: a whole bundle
0: of weird ass shit. And <laughs> I tend to enjoy I'm, it. I'm, yeah.
3: I'm normally very down with their whole bundle of weird ass shit. I, like, right. Uh, I can date. Um, yeah, it's funny though. Like even legends, it was like, you know, season one, we kind of both liked uh, season two, you fell off really hard. And then it was like, there was this post, you know, uh not Bilbo. Um Pre Bilbo. <laughs> Bebo. Bebo. There you go. Bebo. Like pre Bebo. There was so much disagreement. And the, me and you both had this like post Bebo moment where we're like, you know what? The show has chosen a path and I can dig where they're going. Right. We, we enjoyed it far more than we had ever enjoyed the show because they had clearly decided, like, we're going to embrace this. We're going to embrace the part of this. We're going to embrace the silliness of what we're doing and keep some serious moments and, yeah. and roll
0: with it. Well, you know, the, the way they... Dude, they they pimped that show in season one with a trailer that had freaking Rip Hunter saying, like, you know, I've seen, you know, bats broken and men of steel d- murdered or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, like, men of steel fall had, and- Yeah, just like... I, what are we doing here? Like, I'm, we haven't seen Batman in this universe. We haven't seen Superman in this universe yet. What are we doing? We got freaking Booster's son running around here. And then, you know, they didn't do anything with any of that
3: shit. Yeah. It was like zero. The super serious show that was going to be a, a giant wall breaker uh, between the shows and the universes and they did fuck all with it for a while and it was frustrating. And then they tried to like dig really deep into certain characters and they, they couldn't decide what they were doing. And then yeah. they decided then they went a little bit silly and you know, that was kind of annoying to us because we we're like, you were trying all this and now you're going silly on us. And then, yeah, like, like I said, man, there was the Bebo moment. <laughs> it was like, yeah, not the first, where they the just leaned into what they were. By the way, when I say the Bebo moment, in case, anyone's, one to be. In case anyone's misunderstanding us, because I know Dave's on the same page as I, so I'll, I'll speak for both of us. I don't mean the mm-hmm. first episode with Bebo. No, we hated that That shit. was terrible. That was a fucking low point. That was a low point even in retrospect.
0: Well, it was a low point, I think, maybe in retrospect. But it was a low point because it was such a shift so quickly.
3: It Yeah, it like it tried to do a lot in one episode that it hadn't earned. And it's one thing to do that in one episode and and it kind of come off weird. And I feel like that's how that went down. But it's another thing to embrace a finale and do it so wholesomely and holistically, where at the end of uh-huh. it you're like, "Man, they made a choice here, and uh, they weren't wrong." Yeah, that like that is a very different conversation, and that was a conversation that I feel like you and I had with the show, and we said, "You know what? I support you from this point forward." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's been fantastic. It's been a delight to watch.
0: We we had a very serious, if you could consider such a thing serious. Come to Bebo moment. Right. <laughs> and um
3: and uh we did. We did. After yeah. uh, after Bebo destroyed uh John Noble, we were like, you know what? <laughs> I think I can dig what you're putting down here. So Was it John Noble? I thought so. Wasn't he the voice of that demon that year?
0: Oh hell, I don't know. yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure maybe. It was... Yeah, you know what? I bet he was. I bet I'm he was sure it was him. I've had too many, too much John Noble being a demon. I guess he was in Sleepy Hollow and uh... I'm not. I'm not getting the, not a, the name
3: wrong, right? Fringe guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, Fringe guy. He was a demon on Sleepy Hollow. He was like the son of Crane and Witch Lady. And uh, then it turned out he was he he was the he was the Sin Eater. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, how'd that show Moving out?
3: over. How'd that How'd that turn out?
0: What happened there? Um, it got real weird and got canceled on a cliffhanger, as I remember. Okay, like they literally fired everybody off the show. Everybody of color off the show and uh rehired a bunch of other, or like hired a bunch of other people so it was just like really weird and kind of not okay like they they just like replaced them with different people of color it was a really weird situation i don't know
3: so don't finish watching is what you're telling me
0: don't finish watching it was like four seasons ends on a cliffhanger is i i'm told I, I fell off season two or three. I, I can't remember. I, I made it a couple. Uh,
3: mostly, mostly, honestly, because of the gags about uh, him being out of time. Like, yeah,
0: and then there was that really... They did a really weird crossover with Bones.
3: I do remember that being a thing and thinking, I don't, I don't think I care about this. Yeah. Yeah, I had fallen off well before that. Yeah, yeah. I had uh, I'd done that as well.
0: Um, I was like, well, you got rid of Orlando, Joe. I, I forgot... <laughs> Okay, <laughs> he was like the one good thing about the show.
3: Why does everyone get rid of Orlando Jones?
0: American Gods. I don't know. Too.
3: Yeah, well,
0: American American Gods just got canceled without an ending. So, well, I
3: know same thing. Like, and I'm wondering, uh, I don't, I have no reason to think it's Orlando Jones's fault uh, altogether. No, it's karma. Just a weird timing <laughs> thing. But like, uh, yeah. Once you let go of Orlando, your ass gets canceled exactly on a
0: cliffhanger. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's how That's how that shit goes, man. I mean, it's a life rule Yep.
0: Yep. And yet all I can hear is Orlando Jones or see is Orlando Jones standing at the door in office space going,
3: "Hello, I was once addicted to crack." I, <laughs> that was a good scene. But honestly, like he was so he actually was just deeply well cast as a Nazi, like um I I kind of I hear speeches from the like the American Gods book, like whole storylines uh-huh. or whole stories that a Nazi tells. I hear in his voice now, like since I've seen him cast there, like that uh, it, it makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. That now I'm just like I don't understand why. I don't know. One day maybe. Yeah, I'll, dude
0: has such range. Dude has such range. Why would you ever get rid of him? He does anyway. He does.
3: I don't understand. And he, there were some allegations about the American uh, American Gods productions. I was like, man, shit. I don't. I don't think I'm going to watch the second season. I'll be all right.
0: Yeah. Well, a lot of people didn't watch it.
3: That, that's a thing. Over too. to Peacemaker.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, James Gunn was talking to Total Film and uh, he was talking about how he got to, how he got to, around to making a Peacemaker show. He says, I was finished with a draft of Guardians
3: 3. I hadn't read enough button I, jokes yet. And I thought, well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I'm editing the Suicide Squad, but that's starting to show that's starting to slow down. I was like, Oh my God, I'm going to be trapped in here for during the lockdown for another year before we start shooting guardians. What am I going to do? So I talked to the folks at HBO about it and they were like, Hey, if you could do any character at all from suicide squad for a movie, who would you do? I said it would be peacemaker because he's a pretty rotten piece of shit. And I thought he had more room to grow than some of the other characters. I wrote eight episodes in two months and the story hasn't changed since then. The truth behind it <laughs> is that I was just so miserable, I was like, I'm going to be stuck here with my own thoughts unless I do something to get my mind off of it. <laughs> See, that's a beautiful thing. And <laughs> nothing to do with butthole jokes. Though I'm sure there will be plenty of dick and butthole jokes.
3: I mean, I'm honestly, that was one of the things that occurred to me watching the trailer was like, you know, maybe that wasn't a one-off. This is going to be... Um raunchy show over there on the hbo's
0: probably i mean it's james gunn
3: yeah speaking of raunch uh
0: justin halpern and this has been making the rounds all week justin halpern uh the co-creator and executive producer of harley quinn was talking about the freedom he had with making a show about supervillains he says it's incredibly gratifying and free to be using characters that are considered villains because you have you just have so much more leeway And then he told uh, (laughs) this thing about how WB nixed a scene they proposed featuring Batman and Catwoman. He says, a perfect example of that is in the third season of Harley, we had a moment where Batman was going down on Catwoman. Mm -hmm. And DC was like, you can't do that. You absolutely cannot do that. They're like, heroes don't do that. And we said, are you saying heroes are just selfish lovers? (laughs) And they were like, no. It's that we sell consumer toys for heroes. It's hard to sell a toy if Batman is also going down on someone. (laughs) It's,
3: I saw, and it's without, without exception, one of the dumbest goddamn things I've heard in a very long time. Yep. Just
0: and they were also they were also very complimentary of of their experience on Harley Quinn, by the way, and said that Warner Brothers had allowed them to really push the envelope multiple times. But yeah, that was apparent. Oh one yeah, of sticking you, you
3: can show teeth flying out of mouths after getting hit with a mallet, but right, actually taking care of your partner in any kind of you know immediate intimate way, well, you mm-hmm. just can't be a party to that, right? I mean, well,
0: pretty- I doubt it would have been too intimate more gross and jokey but oh for you know, sure still for sure <laughs>
2: they,
3: they would not um, have made that some steamy moment but it, it would have been did you, um, it would have been a mockery of both the characters and cunnilingus as a whole
0: yeah and you know the jokes have been flying all over the place and and dude Zack snyder even got in on it did you see this this picture that he posted i did and uh, i laughed of batman eating catwoman days. out and he said canon yep <laughs> <laughs> and then David Sandberg posted a version of it where, uh, where Shazam's in the background with a big camera, and he says Nikon, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he won yet uh, that again. F- yeah, he often That was my internet. favorite shit. That was so great. And uh, and after the big blow up, Justin Halpern was like, "So, uh, watch Harley Quinn on HBO Max." After all this
3: concern and consternation, can we get some, yeah. uh, we can get some views then, right? Cool. All right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, uh, apparently they are going to be doing a comic book sequel, uh, to season two of Harley Quinn called the eat bang kill tour. Nice. And, um, so, you know, season two ended with Harley and Ivy leaving, uh, Ivy's disastrous wedding to kite man and doing the old film on Louise. And, uh, so this comic book series picks up right where that leaves off and it's going to be filling in the gap between season two and season three of the HBO max show. So yeah, if that's the thing you, uh, I mean, that's the thing I would be interested in getting. I'll probably see if you can grab me a copy oh, too, yeah, I'm, since I'm, I don't actually deal with comic book
3: shops. Anymore. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to add it to the list. I'll, I'll, I'll ask for multiples on that one. Cool um <laughs> go to see hopefully, that yeah, hopefully
0: it'll be out before the uh before the show that'd be cool too yeah. um buh, buh, sure buh, buh. A minute. let's get to the feedback here uh, we, we've got a little bit of feedback and then we can wrap it uh randy sf45 over on twitter says i'm finally down to just watching superman and lois as far as cw goes that's what you said to us i get it As I just said a minute ago, I guess I, I shouldn't have said that yet. Mm -hmm. Uh, I screwed up Randy. I answered your, your, your feedback before, uh, before it was time. Um, I am kind of in the opposite. I watch it and I, I, I watch everything and I hope that it all gets better. Uh, I don't understand why you're not watching star girl. Star girl's fantastic, dude. Like if you dig Superman Lois, how are you not watching star girl? But I get you, uh, Zach's Monster 1138 says, how's it hanging, fellas? Uh, well, I've been having a lot of back pain recently. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you're I don't know how pain works for you, Jason, but when I have back pain, mine doesn't really so much hang as it does retract up into my abdomen. Ah,
3: yeah. yeah. The old re- retraction, so, traction. Yep. Yeah. So not well. Yeah. Uh, mine's um, kind of, you know, um, there but ignored. Ha
0: <laughs> ha well, we are men of a certain age. <laughs> I'm busy. We got the children's. Well, you have the children's. So I don't have a child. Well, but I do I like have a burgeoning action figure someone.
3: collection. Yeah.
0: I, I <laughs> you know
3: I don't metodically have a child.
0: Uh, it's one of those like I feel like my life is like you know, those memes where the guy's like laying over on the side and the the woman is looking at him suspiciously and it's like, I bet he's thinking about other girls and then he's literally thinking about something stupid. Yeah. Um, you know, I have this vision of like me on my computer and my wife in the other room going, I wonder if he's looking at porn and I'm just like looking through like Amazon pre-order lists <laughs> <laughs> for action figures. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So in a way, yeah. Um, Effie f Let's call it that That's all. That's a- <laughs> Effie Otters of the fantastic podcast stealing the remote. Mm-hmm. I, I should I should say says which DC Comics characters secretly watch the most disgusting adult movies uh, while in the gutters in between panels. This parentheses. This is the shit. We don't even, we don't ask DC Film Squadcast. I mean, fair, don't bother. And uh, then Zach said Superman. Zach's monster said Superman. That was his answer to to Effie's question. And I wanted to say Superman first, because I desperately cling to what Rupert Thorne said in the Two-Face Two-Parter, where he says the brighter the picture, the darker the negative. But...
3: There's that, um, but to me, I mean, just my version. Uh huh. It he's supposed to be the one exception to that rule. Okay. Now, I, granted, I just mean that in certain versions. Uh-huh. Um, you know, given what we've talked about today, I feel like the answer is Captain Boomerang. Honestly, I feel like he has the most deprived, uh, you know, Pornhub history. Right. Depraved to me. Definitely depraved. That's the word I wanted.
0: Yeah, depraved. Yeah, you're right.
3: It's not deprived. It's um, Pornhub. You can get what
0: the no. fuck ever you want. I would think, and and you know, uh, hang with me here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say because of you know you know there's that there's that notion that you know uh, when you watch a lot of porn, you wind up or you know are very sexually active. You just progressively start looking for weirder and weirder shit to get your rocks off. Yeah,
3: the Frank Zappa Bobby
0: Brown theory. Sure. So by that measure, I'm going to say, and because of that reasoning, I will say Abby Arcane.
3: Well, okay. That's she, fair,
0: too. She has completely desensitized herself to weird Swamp Thing sets potatoes. hmm hmm And now she's just looking for the most disgusting, disturbing adult movies ever.
3: Possibly with some Martha Stewart looks- lookalikes. Maybe. I mean, I don't think this is a bad theory to work on. <laughs> Well, I mean, it, it makes uh-huh. you wonder, like, okay, well, to what extent is, like, uh, Constantine or is Zatanna, uh susceptible to this? Um,
0: yeah, I mean, I would think Constantine would just be like, I've lived it all of- Yeah. <laughs> he,
3: he recently uh, fucked Satan in a Tom Taylor comic. Uh,
0: of course. Um,
3: only after being slightly, by the way, a, it was a funny bit, as uh, Satan did a little mind trick on him where he thought he'd slept mm-hmm. with him for a second. And Satan was like, <laughs> come on, John. And then he has this moment to himself where he's like, "Fucking not good enough for Satan," you know. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> what the fuck, it was good, but um, it, still. But it's it's not, you know. It's it's. Uh, I don't I don't think the slippery slope thing, like to me, by the way, just uh, made a point as Jason. Uh, this whole slippery slippery slope thing is uh, fucking bullshit. I hate the concept. I think it's absolute bullshit, but. I think it's especially bullshit when it comes to sexual inclinations. So um, mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't go down that road. I, I really would think it was somebody like uh, Boomerang. Maybe overall, just the whole DC universe. And yeah, I'm still, I'm going to go to Gotham. Maybe like Creeper, like huh. somebody like that. That's maybe where I was going. Or, or if we're going to go real crazy with it, Crane, uh-huh. fucking Scarecrow. He's going to watch snuff films.
0: Right. <laughs> That's that's pretty rough.
3: They're fucking snuff films.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, then our Abby Arcane but, but, is like, yeah, I, but do I you watch that. snuff films with mold? <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, like those you, are called do you petri ache hear, Do you hear? Ache to hear mold scream? Yeah. That, that's called an experiment in at Abbott was... Laboratories and a petri dish.
0: Right. Um,
3: <laughs> like is. <laughs>
0: Is Jonathan Crane performing cunnilingus on a petri dish like Abby Arcane is? They're, um,
3: they're, that's your. They're doing that a the, number of number of sites right this moment. I promise you. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, mm-hmm. like um, I can see someone weird enough like Creeper who just genuinely feels like a fucking uh, voyeur. Um,
0: yeah, he's always seemed pretty tame to me. He just seems like, hey, I have a crush on Harley
3: or whatever. Yeah, you know, but like, just, he's just. It, <laughs> Honestly, it has to do a little bit with body posture. He looks like somebody who would be happy to, like, hit a rooftop where he knew he had an angle to watch you shower. You know what I mean? I mean, maybe. Got a journalistic background. Yeah, be able to do the research. But, you know, at
0: the same time, nothing too crazy going on in a shower most of the yeah. time.
3: Even then, you know, Crane, uh, all his history, all his, you know, to, to defy my own theory here. I've never, I, I don't remember seeing any. I, I genuinely cannot remember a time where I've seen people link, uh, you know, Scarecrow's uh, enjoyment of someone's fear be a sexualized thing. Like, I don't think they work on the same capacity. They can. If anything, it might be Harley, who I feel like is probably watching furry porn for fun.
0: Yeah, no, she's just watching slow motion videos of egg sandwiches getting made.
3: Pro- probably.
0: I mean, I do that shit, and it's not even sexual. I'm just like, oh, what what are you doing, Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> I didn't even know you could
3: do that to an egg. Didn't even know. I'm gonna be honest with you right now.
0: Anyway, <laughs> uh, we got a question from Stu Little. Uh, he says, "Why do people have such an issue with how Donna Troy died in Titans?" Is electricity not lethal even to a half Amazon? I can't accept it's pointless as she did as she did it heroically saving people, and it's a plot catalyst for change in the Titans and herself when she revives, right? I think the problem is one, I think everyone thought she was more powerful than that. Two, it's
3: lame as shit.
0: And three, it was filmed in the most lame way. Uh it, it looked it
3: didn't My problem is that it didn't look. It looked entirely avoidable the way things went down.
0: It looked entirely avoidable. And I wasn't completely sure what was even happening until she was like laying there and everyone was like acting like it was the end of the world. And I'm like, Oh, she did. Okay. <laughs> and then they're like, well, we're going to take him to take th- her, take her to the thin mascara. And we're like, Oh, cause she's coming back. Like, yeah. There was, just, there were no stakes to it. Um, it's not that it wasn't pointless. I think it's that, um, I think viewers have become more savvy to what is going on in shows, and you can't just present something like that and be like, see, she's dead. We're taking her body to Themyscira. Like, no one was fooled by that. No one was going like, oh, no. And maybe they weren't trying to fool us, but it felt enough like they were trying to. Like, They just didn't stick the landing again. Like, it's a
3: phrase I keep seeing with Titans but man yeah. much as I really and, just d- deeply love that show yeah it's it's a flaw
0: and you know what it's not even just Donna Troy in the way she died it's also it the last episode was so like trite man like the they couldn't like they flubbed the the death stroke ending. I feel like like it wasn't nearly as interesting as we, it had been building up to be over the course of the entire season, and then we like dip right into like some mixture of Superboy, you know, climax and Donna Troy getting killed, and it didn't look good. It was like bad slow motion, slow motion that like makes it clear that she should have been able to avoid that. Yeah, she it wasn't pointless. She was saving people. But, you know, it's not necessarily... It's sort of like how... And, you know, Stu, I know you. So, mm-hmm. look, Star Trek Generations, right? A lot of people hate that, that Kirk died on that bridge. That the bridge fell and he died, okay? And, you know, people make the joke, like, bridge on the captain. <laughs> but the real problem with that is not that Kirk died, okay? okay? People think it is because people don't know why they feel the way they do. The problem... <laughs> The problem with Kirk dying on that bridge was that we didn't see what he was dying for. Mm -hmm. We never saw that. We never saw that planet. We never felt the stakes. We don't know why Picard buried him on that planet when they were probably just going to come and get him. Like, why are you putting him like under some rocks and shit? That don't even make any sense. It was like the execution of it in all manner was just bad. Same thing here. Like people don't know why they don't like it, but that's probably why, like for real, like they just did a bad job of it. Uh, yeah. So that's my, that's my opinion. My subjective opinion on the matter.
3: Yeah. I can get it.
0: Uh, John Hazleton says, what can we collectively do to make being a DC fan, less contentious and more positive? Is there anything? No, there's not. (laughs) Wait,
3: wait to making yourself as a DC fan or making another DC fan more positive.
0: Uh, as a DC fan, how can we collect? It? What can we collectively do to make to make being a DC fan less contentious and more positive? Like we can like try to do that shit where you be the change in the world that you want to see, but you're gonna get mowed down and you're gonna get uh, discouraged.
4: No, really quick. Yeah, I mean, if I, you're on I social
0: media with you, but I'm still calling bullshit. Like, okay. You- you don't disagree with me, but you're going to call bullshit, which means that you think your own opinion is bullshit. No,
3: I, it means that I, I do believe that's the first step in the opinion, but you have to go back. Yeah. But like, go go past that. Like, yes. Okay. It's, uh, they've made it difficult. <laughs> like, <laughs> no doubt about that. Um, it's, it is not an easy journey right now. Like, even if you're a fan who's just happy about it, like if you're the, you know, the supposed Pollyanna. Like, what do you – what is it you're so, like, in love with right now? And, you know, you have to at least at this point have at least some cognitive distance about how everything connects. And even if you're uh, just a super open-minded Pollyanna, like you're – okay, well, I love everything, but, you know, I don't necessarily know how it connects. Okay, well, there is a difference between being, like, so far into the positive category that you can't really have an opinion or have uh, any criticism – and there's a, mm-hmm. another point where you can't go so far that you, you just – you can't fall so far into criticism or um, admittedly like a, the, the wishy-washy fucking emotionally abusive almost on a cycle of changing plans that you get to the point where you're like, I don't even know how to make this a thing I can enjoy anymore. No, you find the things you can enjoy. you You take joy in them and you appreciate them. And then the things that you don't, you just have to find a way to, if you don't like them, fine. If you do like them or you don't like them or you're neutral, I mean, these are all things that you can experience and enjoy as a person, but you don't have to make it a holistic thing where it's like, I don't know how to, uh, I don't know how to be a WB fan anymore or be a DC fan anymore or some, you know, uh, inseparable version of those two things. Like Mm -hmm. you can, you can separate these things in your mind and enjoy what's being put in front of you. You don't have to yeah, necessarily I, think of it as a whole.
0: I think, you know, one of the things you have to do and you know, I can't, I can't, I don't know about collectively, but there's a point where you have to realize that every bad thing that's going on at Warner brothers right now is going on at every other studio. Okay. Like you can say, I'm a star Trek fan, but you know what? Gene Roddenberry was a piece of shit. Oh, fucking terrible. He just was, Uh, Rick Berman hasn't been great in all forms. Like, you know, there's, there's lots of little problematic behaviors been going on for years. Um, you know, uh, you can, you can say I'm a Star Wars fan, but you know, then there's all this, you know, toxic fandom between people who hate the new trilogy. People don't like Kathleen Kennedy. People are attack. People hate Disney. Disney's a piece of shit company. And you know, that goes into the Marvel shit as well. People, like, oh, the Marvel is a is bastardization of the genre, and oh, they're so formulaic. And you know what, man? There's always some kind of horse shit with all of these things. You are not going to watch a movie where some kind of problem didn't occur somewhere along the line. So it's just best to go ahead and get all that shit out of your system. And ignore it because you know, whether you're upset that Jeff Johns name is on a thing, you know what? Jeff Johns has been working at, at DC for so long. His name is on pretty much every damn thing this because point. he created so much. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I'm not saying like in comic book and like current, like I'm writing this, but like, I'm just saying because of so much stuff that he's like, look at how much shit his name was on for new 52, which is where they pull so much of their shit from while they're, while they're making these movies and TV shows. Uh, like his, his stink is on a lot of it and it's going to be on a lot of it for a long time. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. There's, uh, there's um,
3: certain things you can't, you can't change the course of the river in so many ways like, but you, you don't have to take that all into account and take it, uh, there are ways to compartmentalize what you're actually enjoying and be able to admit to yourself like, listen, man. Look at the credit scene of a movie. It's four and a half minutes long, mm-hmm. and the font is so small you can barely read it from the you know, 10th right. row. Thousands of people, yeah. hundreds of them possibly, are absolute piles of human garbage. Like, might literally be <laughs> Nazis in the fucking film credits. Dudes that have a fucking yeah. Hitler and fucking swastika flag in their bedroom. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I But out of thousands, fucking maybe. You can't. Yeah. It, I'm, it. You cannot get to the point where you're like this is one bad thing. So therefore, I can't enjoy this other thing. And there has to be a way look, to man. to have a middle line where you're like, look, I know there are human problems here, but there's a there's a product involved that I'd like to support, and I can get behind this version of it or this part of it. Yeah. And have your disclaimers. Explain why you don't like this part of what you're doing. Hell, boycott if you want to. Just, you know, articulate your point. So we know what it is that, like, so at some point, Warner Brothers, who we all admit at this point is a pile of shit as an executive team, it understands why. Like, not just, oh, fucking Warner Brothers sucks. They don't fucking get the point on that. Explain why. The uh, Anna article was just, uh, explain why that was the thing that you think sucked. And Sarnoff? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, there you go. (laughs) <laughs> I was like,
0: for a second, I was like, who the hell is Anna? What have I missed? <laughs> explain
3: <laughs> Explain why that was the problem. Explain why Ray Fisher is the problem. A- explain why fucking uh, anything is the actual problem. And I'm not saying, like, explain it's the problem and then go do it anyway. I'm saying, like, explain what the yeah. fucking problem is and be articulate about it. Don't be one of these people that's like, well, I just don't like one thing, so fuck all of it.
0: Yeah. And don't be, a, you know... <laughs> The, don't be one of these people who like gets online and starts calling like attacking everybody and calling people WB shills just because they're willing to enjoy a thing. Don't, you know, get mad, call Ben Affleck a traitor because he's working on a Andy Muschietti film. Don't, like, yeah. don't call Zack Snyder a traitor to himself. Oh, you would never do that. But I mean, I don't know. Like Zack Snyder's like, yeah, I enjoyed this thing that I didn't make. And people are like, well, we're going to ignore that, you know, screw Patty Jenkins. She's a traitor. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, dude, Zach watched the damn movie. Like, I don't agree with with Zach. I don't think the movie was good. I didn't like 84, but you know, that's just one movie in multiple that, you know, I, I'm not going to be like, I can't watch the flash and enjoy it because Ray Fisher, you know what Ray Fisher said, I'm not going to be in any movie that Walter Hamad is involved in. He stepped down. And you know what, Walter Amada's is there. Ray Fisher's not. Like they used that. They were like, "Oh, he just stepped down." All right. Well, we'll move on without him. That was Ray's issue. Ray said his his piece, and now he's acting like he was fired. That's bullshit. That's bullshit <laughs> for all of y'all acting like he was fired. He wasn't fired. Dude quit. I'm not saying he didn't quit for for just purposes. I, no, I, he I mean I totally he quit under
3: untenable that. circumstances, but. He did. Describe it as, as it is and explain why that's a fucking problem. Address it yeah. that way.
0: Yeah. And dude, like
3: because for sure it can is a collectively, problem. It is bullshit. We
0: can collectively allow people to enjoy shit. Like you can listen to me talk about why I didn't enjoy a thing. And it's not an attack on you. If you love all, all the aeroverse shit that's happening right now, I'm happy for you. I wish I was in the same camp. Um, I don't think it's it uh Means that it didn't happen or anything necessarily. Friggin' I hope Grant Gustin shows up in the Flash movie. I really do. I like that dude. I like the Flash overall. I just don't like this season or last season. Mm. I don't know exactly what they could have done to make it where I would have liked it. Maybe less repetitiveness from the previous seasons. May I'm just I'm a little done. Maybe they should, you know, hang it up or just drastically change the show. Um, but I, I do fall that way. I kind of get tired of things. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I think we have to stop being pricks to each other because, you know, these little statements about like, no other Superman could be better than Henry Cavill. That's the same kind of shit. You were just mad about that people were saying about Christopher Reeve. People won't accept the Snyder version of Superman because they're all hung up on Chris Reeve. Like, there's so many different versions of these characters, guys. Let's, I don't know. There's a lot of like different little, little segments of contention in the fan base. Like you just can't, you can't move, man. (laughs) You just can't. Like, I feel like they're like, no matter what you say, you're going to piss off like 25 different stupid cult sects of DC fan fandom. And it's, it's just bullshit. And it'll happen to Marvel. As I've been saying it for years, it'll happen to Marvel. Once there's enough, there, there are uh, you know enough live action versions of a character you can already see it starting to happen people getting pissed about Spider-Man and getting worked up over possible Wolverine castings and it's all a bunch of toxic garbage yep. <laughs> like I wonder back hmm. in the and I'm sure there was I'm whether people were like watching George Reeve and being like he's not the guy from the movie serial <laughs>
3: Honestly, probably
0: that movie serial that was real Superman right there, not this fake shit. Well, actually,
3: I would—I mean, that was my first thought. But I wondered, too. But like, there may not have been an expectation of people playing the same character over and over at the time because theater was so heavily a thing at the time, and uh, those uh, the people changed, and you would go to the same show over and over again just to see the same show that you loved. So mm-hmm. maybe it wasn't maybe it wasn't a thing. I, I'd be kind of curious historically about where that, how that came across. I mean, for my own
0: uh, experience, I will tell you this. I remember people saying that Nicholas Cage couldn't play Superman because the only Superman was Christopher Reeve. I remember, and this was when I was a kid, uh, you know, 96, 97. I remember people coming up with shit about like, Oh, you know, did you see Jurassic Park. Oh, CGI is getting so good now. What they're gonna do is they're gonna do the Death of Superman movie, and they're gonna CG Chris Reeves' face on another actor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, No, they're not.
3: <laughs> they're it's not. not, not. You're full shit.
0: And you know,
3: listen here, they, early Reddit, wrong. All right,
0: <laughs> otherwise known as kid. I went to church. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you know, I think all of that is you know, I remember people saying, like, well, if you like Dean Kane, you're gay. I remember, you know, assholes saying that. I do remember and that like, for some reason. I don't, understand. he's all right. And then it was well, the weirdest part of that is like he turned out to be that guy. <laughs> yeah,
3: that was, yeah, he, he, <laughs> in real life, into, uh, yeah, a, a real, a real bro. I wonder if that was like some. Sense.
0: I wonder if that's, like, some kind of, like, coping mechanism. If, like, that was, like, a knee-jerk overcompensation. Like, he was, like, you know, oh, people like me only if they're gay, huh? Well, I'm not gay.
3: Trump. Anti-wokeness. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't, don't know how that went down. I don't know. But now that you mentioned it, I do remember a couple of comments like that, you know, somewhere in grade school. I was like, I just yeah. I don't get it. I, I mean, the special effects are yeah. bad, but. Yes, they it.
0: were. It was a pretty good show,
3: though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I I I have no memory of that show. I'm, I I watched several of them, but it's not a show that I have like a a base set of things. Where like uh, like a Quantum Leap even show where I I couldn't tell you yeah, what I happened know. for most episodes. But if you brought one up, I'd be like, "Oh fuck, I saw that one."
0: Yeah, I I deeply want a sequel series to Lois and Clark. But I don't really wanna like if they want to bring Terry Hatcher back and be like, Superman died trying to fight Luthor mm-hmm. or something. And they just like because the, the show ended on a cliffhanger. The show ended with like a baby on their doorstep yeah. with a Superman symbol over it,
3: you know? Yeah. So I have seen that um, picture um, around sometimes.
0: Yeah, can we can we get a sequel series that's like son of Superman or daughter of Superman and it's like that kid and and Terry Hatcher?
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, can we do that? That would be that would be fantastic. I'd do. I'd watch the shit out of it that Yeah, that's
3: show. cool. I mean, that Superman died of, woke, woke kryptonite. Whatever that color is. <laughs> I don't know, but nobody on the CW will touch his ass anymore.
0: Mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Ryan Hughesman, our buddy Ryan. No, I feel bad. I was torturing Ryan yeah. earlier, uh, <laughs> picking at him about his. Usage of earth one when he really means earth prime over on the Arrowverse.
3: (laughs) I get it instinctually, but it's mathematically nonsense.
0: (laughs) All right. Ryan says people always go Superman versus Goku who wins, but what about Shazam or black Adam versus Goku who wins? Um, all right.
3: So here's the thing about Goku. Goku beats everybody. Hold on. Explain to me the base elements of Goku because I know fuck all. Okay.
0: The thing about Goku, you know, he's got
3: where is he from? What franchise uh, are we talking? We talking about Dragon Ball cool. Z. Alright. I okay. know nothing.
0: Go from some there. anime shit you don't care about. All yeah. right. But here's the thing about Goku. This is the pattern and has been the pattern. And you know, forgive me if I'm wrong somehow and if I mess up the pattern somewhere, anime fans. But here is the pattern. Goku is the baddest mother ever. Okay? Then some other dude who's badder comes along. Uh they fight for like ten episodes. Goku dies. Goku goes off to some other realm and trains for like a thousand years and then comes back stronger and beats him. So even if, like, yes, Goku is going to lose to Superman first, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then he's going to come back and beat Superman's ass. And Look, if yes, he's going to probably- If you give me a
3: millennia between rounds, I could beat Superman.
0: Right, right. And he's got like, he's already, he's already faster than the speed of light. Mm. That's one of his power At sets. At this point.
3: faster than like- Okay.
0: Yeah. He's already been shown to be faster than the speed of light. He's got super speed. He's got super strength. He's, you know, basically magic and 80,000 years for that. No, he, some Goku's always going to win because that's if Superman or Shazam or black Adam or anybody steps foot in Goku's universe, Goku is going to fly to another unit to another planet and, and train for a thousand years or something and then his hair's gonna turn a different color and he'll be an even bigger saiyan like cuz he he was like super saiyan and then it's like ultra saiyan i don't even know mm-hmm. but like every time a new version of dragon ball z comes out like a new ultra mega super yeah like every time he comes out he's got like a different hair color and he's got more powers and gotcha. shit and uh basi- basically he's just gonna beat the shit out of anybody like he just is he's goku yeah. that's what he does so yeah goku Like, I would even say, like, when I looked at it, because I wanted to make sure I was talking, but I was, you know, I had some kind of knowledge because my mother-in-law is super into Dragon Ball Z. So is my sister-in-law. She's got all sorts of figures. They're cool as shit. I wish I was into it. I just can't do it. I can't get into it. Not my thing. But not my thing. I've watched, you know, 10 or 15 episodes in a row before, and I'm like, I get it. just not my thing. But, uh, you know, Goku always just figures out how to be a, a, a better Saiyan.
3: Mm. <laughs> I mean so, so it's it's a, a nigh Superman amount of powers, but with Batman's yeah. ability and more time to plan.
0: I mean yeah, he's just he yeah what the fuck I are you gonna so. do about
3: that?
2: Yeah. He going I mean win, Dragon yeah. Ball
0: Z is just like it's just like God level powerhouses beating the shit out of each yeah. other and then like getting more powers it's just a soap opera of that shit mm-hmm. all the time that's all the show is really
3: i mean that's the franchise with one punch man right
0: yeah no i don't, I don't think so. not one punch man is his own thing yeah. i think
3: oh okay yeah i think sure. so i said yeah. deeply ignorant about this whole thing so cool
0: Yeah, so uh that that's gonna be my guess and of, of course the real answer is the person who you know is writing chooses who wins. It doesn't matter what kind of powers that you get. Yeah, it's also true. But, uh, my guess is based on the pro on, 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 the franchise, the Dragon Ball Z franchise, uh, Superman, Shazam or black Adam wins. Goku runs off and whether by death or whatever, uh, becomes a power, a bigger powerhouse and comes back and kicks yeah. their
3: ass. Anyway, yeah. real answer will be, Hey, when they brokered the deal, who, uh, who said we're going to have the upper hand slightly when we end because it's going to end in a draw? Yeah. No, mostly.
0: I'm more interested in who in, in who wins uh, Martian Manhunter or Piccolo, but uh, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm not interested in that mm-hmm. at all. <laughs> that's that's the show. That's everything. That's all mm, we've got. All right. Good lord. Uh, thank you for listening. If you want to find every episode ad-free, dconscreen.com. Remember, patreon.com slash dconscreen. We'll have something new up really soon. Something, you know, probably weird and a little problematic. Who knows? Uh, Naturally. <laughs> uh, we're, uh, it's time to go. Until next time, keep some DC on your screen. I have done it, though. Our intro music is by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Galactic Engineers of Magnetic Sounds, or GEMS, can be found on SoundCloud and Bandcamp. Visit DCOnScreen.com to find our Patreon, merch, contact information, and every episode of the show for free, including crossovers we've done with other podcasts. DC OnScreen is a Maladjusted production. For more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, vlogs, parodies, and our improvised web series, Hey Guy, visit maladjusted.tv.
4: We all have those special summer moments. Smoked cheddar burgers by the lake, pepper-crusted kebabs in a star-spangled sky, Dijon flank steak for two on a moonlit deck, the irresistible pairing of music and carne asada. Let us help turn your summer moments into cherished memories. The Certified Angus Beef Brand. Rare moments done well.
2: Only the best Angus beef earns our logo. The Certified Angus Beef Brand. Available at Meijer.
4: We all have those special summer moments. Smoked cheddar burgers by the lake, pepper-crusted kebabs in a star-spangled sky, Dijon flank steak for two on a moonlit deck, the irresistible pairing of music and carne asada. Let us help turn your summer moments into cherished memories. The Certified Angus Beef Brand. Rare moments done well.
2: Only the best Angus beef earns our logo. The Certified Angus Beef Brand. Available at Meijer.